Now, we normally start the show with concise regarding what we're going to be covering in the news. However, for this episode, there was really only one point that continued to come to mind regarding what we're going to be discussing today, and that is crackheadery. Now, I'd like to be scientifically correct with my reporting, and this was the best description that I could come up with regarding what the Biden family is putting all of us Americans through as we delve further and further into complete chaos in America under President Joe Biden. Welcome back to another episode of Rapid Fire. My name is Savannah Hernandez, your host for this episode. This episode, we're going to be delving into the complete degeneracy and what happens to your sons when you are a weak leader, a weak father, and a weak man. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. Now, I was sitting here contemplating this entire Hunter Biden leak part two situation and everything that we've seen from this. Photos have come out. Videos have come out. More incriminating evidence against Joe Biden's son. Yes, Hunter Biden, the same son who was networking in the White House last week. All of these leaks have been happening since 2020, since before Joe Biden even took office. But is he ever going to face any responsibility for this, Joe or Hunter? I was thinking about this. And I realized that Hunter Biden is essentially the human version of America under Joe Biden. And before I delve more into that point and what I mean by that, please remember, if you do like the show, you can also find it on Rumble, Podcast, Odyssey, and my website. Now, guys, our Rumble audience has been growing so much, and I'm very, very excited about the amount of people who are now in attendance on our Rumble audience. So thank you guys so much for sharing the videos on Rumble, for watching the videos on Rumble. I know many of you don't like to support YouTube or maybe even Apple Podcasts. If you do, please go leave me a five-star review and let me know what you think of the show. I do read every single review and it helps us grow in the charts. Uh, but for those of you who don't like the mainstream big tech platforms that are consistently and have previously censored me many times, please remember, remember you can always find this show on Rumble, also on Spotify, uh, Podbean, and my website. And now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's talk about how Hunter Biden is essentially the human version of America under Joe Biden. Now, what do I mean when I say that? I mean, if you look at Joe Biden's children versus Donald Trump's children, I think you can look at a man's children to see if he's a strong man, a weak man, a good leader or a poor leader. You can look to his family life, right? You can look to his children as an example of that. And I realized with the rising crime rates in America, all of the dicey, you know, foreign business dealings that are going on here, the drugs that are flooding our borders every single day, the complete lawlessness, this is very exemplary of Joe Biden's children. And I realized because in my last episode, I titled it, basically, incompetent leadership is going to be the downfall of us all. Many people com commented, well, this isn't really incompetent leadership that is destroying America. It's a greater reset, a greater plan. It's all by design, which I agree with. But the point that I do want to make now is that you can very much see why America is, under Joe Biden, in such a state of decline. Because, And this is why... Um, 
the left wing and anybody who wants to destroy America or traditionalism attacks the modern family so much, attacks men and attacks masculinity. Because you can look to a man's leadership and to a man's family as to how he will lead, let's say, an entire country, right? So we look at Hunter Biden. We look at this latest leak. He is having sex with Russian prostitutes. He is in dicey business dealings with foreign countries. He's committing all of these illegal activities. There were even some reports of uh, alleged child pornography lookups on his search history in this latest leak. A lot of corruption coming out of this, okay? And we see that, and America right now, under Joe Biden's leadership or fatherhood, if you will, right? Similar to Hunter Biden, it's not looking good. It very much reflects Hunter Biden. It's like, okay, look how Hunter turned out. That's what Joe Biden's leadership looks like. And look at America under Joe Biden. It's very much the same. And let's look over at Donald Trump. Look at all of Donald Trump's children, extremely successful. You might not like all of them, but they're all very successful. They're very driven. They're very motivated human beings, right? Under Donald Trump, what did America look like? We were very successful. We were a motivated country. We put people in their place and we were respected. And I wanted to draw these parallels between, again, where America was at under Joe Biden versus under Donald Trump, and then, you know, kind of tied into their family life. Because I think that this is still an important lesson as to why we do need strong men and strong leadership in every aspect of our life and in the traditional family. Because strong men create good times, right? And weak men create hard times. And that's why we're all living through this hard time right now, because we are being led by weak men. And if you do want to bring in the aspect of, oh, well, this is also a designed destruction and degradation of our society, completely agree with you there, too but playing into the importance of masculinity and the importance of strong leadership and the importance of men standing up and being able to properly lead, I thought that that was a great example. And I just had to explain all of that to you guys. So now let's actually delve into this Hunter Biden leak. And again, for the past couple of days, I, I saw that this leak happened and I didn't even want to delve into it because it's frustrating to me that we are currently living in a, a time in society where the president's son, a known crackhead on video several times smoking crack with Russian prostitutes, verbally admitted to foreign business dealings with Ukraine and China, mentioned Joe Biden several times. Apparently, he calls Joe Biden Pedo Pete in his phone. Very interesting there. It's very interesting how our media has decided that this really isn't that newsworthy of a story, and they're pretty much completely ignoring it. Now, back in the day, I used to really enjoy the website Drudge Report because they do this great thing where they kind of uh, bring together all of the top headlines from various news sources, whether it's Infowars or CNN. You're going to get a vast array of everything. Do you think that Drudge Report headlined Hunter Biden's crack escapades that have come out of this newest leak? No. Do you think that any mainstream media, CNN, MSNBC, what about Vice News, right? Vice News, they've always reported on uh, Donald Trump's children. How do you think they reported on Joe Biden's child and his complete, again, crackheadery? Oh, they didn't. 
Let me show you our modern day media and what's happening, and then we'll actually get into the leak and all of the nonsense that's come out of it. And again, it's not even like that this is new news. Back in 2020 with the Hunter Biden laptop, we already knew that Hunter Biden was involved in a lot of these illegal activities, that he has a drug abuse problem, that he's been in and out of rehab, that Joe Biden is directly connected to Hunter Biden, who's directly connected to China and Ukraine. And, oh, you know, 10% for the big guy, but the media is like, oh, well, that like does not have to do with Joe Biden. Like, this is an alleged laptop. It, this is it's not it's not real. Like, everybody calm down. So this is how the media is reporting if they even are touching the Hunter Biden laptop story. So this is Vice News, right? They say alleged Hunter Biden leak shows iCloud can be iPhone security's weak link. Oh my gosh, you guys. So again, Hunter Biden uh, apparently also called Jill Biden a uh, See you next Tuesday. That's what Tucker said on his show. That's how he closed out his show today. It was great. We'll get into that article here in a moment. Many choice words for Jill Biden. Um, many more corrupt business dealings, many more damning admissions, many more videos with prostitutes. Homeboy, for some reason, really loves filming every aspect of his life. He's like, uh, you know, if the Kardashians were on crack, which he literally is. Um, that's Hunter Biden. So, of course, Vice decided that the best way to cover this uh, would be by taking the angle of how apparently iCloud is iPhone's uh, security weak link, you guys. <laughs> the president's son is smoking crack cocaine with foreign prostitutes. Reddit hackers were able to get that information. That's the bigger angle here, guys. That is the bigger angle. Now, remember, under Donald Trump, any of his children, if they put their socks on wrong, it was major national news. And I just want to show you guys the difference in media coverage here. You guys already know, but it's still funny to highlight the hypocrisy to me. So for Vice News, right, um, Hunter Biden on film doing crack cocaine, but they think that the better angle is that, well, actually, iCloud doesn't seem that secure. If you can't upload videos of, you know, yourself doing crack cocaine without some hackers on Reddit leaking it to the entire American public. So that's the angle they take. Um, under Donald Trump, This, these were the types of headlines that were coming out of Vice News. Did Donald Trump's son fill his free water cup with lemonade at In-N-Out? So this is, of course, the type of breaking news that we see from Vice. Uh, and they're a joke of a company anyway. They don't even do any legitimate, real, or interesting reporting anymore. Back in the day when Gavin McGinnis was a part of Vice, um, I believe Tim Pool was also a part of Vice for a while, too, when he was getting his start. Um... It used they used to do some legitimate reporting. They used to be very interesting. They were on the ground. They were covering those uh, different angles that you wouldn't necessarily see from any other news source. And now it's like, oh, wow. Um, it seems like iCloud really isn't that secure, even though under Donald Trump's entire administration, if Eric Trump filled his free water cup with lemonade, that was breaking news, you guys. It was just absolutely breaking news. So anyways, the uh, president's son is on crack. We are currently deteriorating from the inside. I've always said this from day one, and I will continue to spout it out, that America is such a strong country that we have to be Trojan horsed and destroyed from within. And Biden and his entire administration and whoever installed him is doing a great job of destroying America from within, of opening our borders to make sure that we are flooded in uh, by the cartels, by drugs, by fentanyl, that our own people are killed at record rates every single year, per the CDC, mind you, um, from this drug that is coming from China by the way. So um, yeah, America, that's the absolute state of it. And um, again, 4chan users claiming to have cracked Hunter Biden's iPhone account. And if you want to see many of those videos, DC Drano on his Truth Social account is highlighting a lot of this nonsense. 
But these are the types of videos, um, if you're listening to my podcast, what I'm showing on screen is Hunter Biden filming a scale full of crack and arguing with some woman about how the scale isn't reading the correct amount of crack, even though the scale is reading the exact amount of crack that the woman in the video is saying. Again, I really didn't want to go through and watch all of this nonsense, but I'll kind of highlight it here. Um, what we're seeing now is a side-by-side -side video of Joe Biden most likely talking about how Hunter is the, one of the smartest people he knows. And then it's this video of Hunter Biden with his whole schlang out, um, I guess, waving a gun around. Here is Hunter Biden smoking some crack cocaine. Apparently one of his favorite pastimes, you know, any well-adjusted young man or grown man in this case, you know, if your father raised you well, apparently, unfortunately for Hunter Biden, his father did not, uh, because I don't think that a well-adjusted human being would be smoking crack cocaine for fun. Um, apparently in the Biden family, that's kind of what you do to pass the time. Uh, but normally, you know, a regular person who's well-adjusted wouldn't be doing that. Here's another fun picture that came out of the leak of Hunter Biden um, schlong out for America to see, taking a picture with what I can only assume is another foreign prostitute. And then it's a tweet of from Jill Biden that reads, decency is on the ballot. And that's from October of 2020. That's the decency that you're going to get from the Biden family. Crack, crime, and lies. Um, I don't know what decency means to them, but it certainly means something very different to everybody in the right wing. Another picture of Hunter Biden with some, what he would call ladies of the night. This woman, um, one of them is just straight up wearing uh, lingerie in what looks like an elevator. I don't know. And then um, the other woman just in a robe, very scantily clad. So that's the president's son. And if you were trying to Google this as the story broke, Google, okay, you type in Hunter Biden iCloud 4chan, maybe the media will try to uh, give you an example, uh, maybe a write-up or a story of what's going on, maybe the timeline. Nope, Google says it looks like these results are changing quickly. If this topic is new, it can sometimes take time for reliable sources to publish information. Now, Unfortunately for us, uh, Google's reliable sources aren't even reporting on what is happening with Hunter Biden, um, because why would they? We saw what happened back in 2020 with the New York Post leak of Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, Twitter made sure to completely quell that story. And then that poll came out later with Americans saying, yeah, if I had known about uh, Hunter Biden's crackheadery, I probably wouldn't have voted for Joe Biden. Yeah. See how that works. So per the Daily Mail, one of the only sources that is reporting on this, they say exclusive Hunter Biden could face prostitution charges for transporting hookers across state lines and disguising checks to them as payments for medical services. First son spent 30K in five months on, quote, the girlfriend experience. So documents, texts and videos obtained by the Daily Mail show Hunter Biden spent a staggering $30,000 on escorts in a five-month period. Hunter also wrote checks to a Ukrainian woman who was named in red flag reports by banks for suspicious activity. A suspicious activity report filed by J.P. Morgan Chase flagged transactions involving Moreva, the woman mentioned above, after she received tens of thousands of dollars from Hunter's company. Oh, that's really interesting. Okay, so this Ukrainian woman um, receiving tens of thousands of dollars from uh, Hunter Biden's company. Very interesting. Photos from uh, Hunter's iPhone show he wrote checks disguised as medical services to prostitutes, 
supplied by Moreva, whose website offers a girlfriend experience. Videos and pictures show Hunter helping transport these women from Boston to New York for a debauched night with him, a potential federal offense. But luckily for Hunter Biden, his daddy's the president, so it's not going to be a federal offense for him. Similar to how Nancy Pelosi's husband, who was arrested for drunk driving, he kind of just got off scot-free. They didn't even really want to release his mugshot because it's Nancy Pelosi's husband, you guys. Like, look, I get that for the little man. Um, certain things are illegal for you guys, but for, you know, the big guy on top, yeah, we, we don't really follow those rules and we're allowed to commit treasonous activity. We're allowed to sell out our country. We're allowed to actually have foreign business dealings and, um, collude with, um, you know, China or maybe Ukraine, Basically, everything that we um, blamed Donald Trump for doing that he wasn't doing, we are actually doing just with different countries. So um, it gets worse. I wish this was the end of this. But uh, per the Daily Mail, again, naked Hunter Biden filmed himself smoking crack, drinking hard seltzer and fondling himself while floating inside a sensory deprivation tank one month after convincing his dad, Joe, to wire him $20,000 for his detox program. Hunter Biden is seen smoking, drinking, and touching himself in a float tank at a Massachusetts wellness center in January of 2019. Um, again, he went to go detox himself, and at the detox center is seen smoking crack. Very interesting. Text messages seen by the Daily Mail confirmed the seven-minute clip was recorded at Blue Water Wellness in Newbury, Massachusetts. And again, I don't want to accost your eyes with this, but so I'll just describe what the video is. Um, so he's floating naked in the water, touching himself. There's music playing in the background. Um, he's taking several hits from his crack pipe. He is, ugh, yeah, he, and he's talking about various, he's actually talking about how Joe Biden, um, he and Joe Biden are involved in dis business dealings together. That's one of the smaller clips that came out of that. Again, I didn't want to play that for you guys because it's just gross. I probably should be. So you can hear from Hunter Biden himself how he's working with his father as he's, you know, floating in a sensory deprivation tank high on crack at a detox center. <sighs> wow, America is in such great shape. We really are. And um, per the New York Post, also from these leaks, Hunter Biden reportedly called Jill an entitled C-U-N-T. Hunter Biden called his stepmom Jill a vindictive moron and entitled C-U-N-T in text messages after she urged him to go to rehab to kick his drug habit, according to a new report. President Biden's 15-year-old druggy son made the remarks in a string of text messages that he sent in 2018 as the family were rallying to get him help. In one particular text sent to his brother Bo's widow, Hallie Biden, who he was scandalously dating at the time, Hunter went off on the first lady and again called her an effing moron, called her an, an, a vindictive or entitled C-U-N-T. And while all of this is going on, well, this leak is happening, the FBI, by the way, came out and we're, we're like, yeah, we're, we're aware of this. We're aware of these leaks. I love how all the media is like, yeah, alleged, okay? These are alleged leaks of Hunter Biden allegedly smoking crack in an alleged detox center, um, allegedly. That's our media in the modern day. Uh, I was thinking about this too. Like, how have we declined so much as a country where... This is the president's son. Again, he was openly networking in the White House last week. Let me see. Yep, if I have that clip, I do. I'll play it for you here in a moment. He's rubbing noses with some of the top officials of our country now, the current administration in office. 
He's networking with foreign politicians on behalf of his father, I'm sure. All of this is being leaked. Do you think that the Biden administration is going to confront any of this, talk about any of this? No, absolutely not. And there's a, a photo going around, too, of what looks like Joe Biden and a young girl. Now, one of my friends alerted me that if you send this picture on Instagram, that Instagram via DMs, private messages, Instagram will immediately delete the message. And the photo looks like Joe Biden and this young girl. And then the, the caption reads, uh, Joe Biden is finished, blah, blah, blah. And so I conducted this experiment. So I sent this, this Reddit post to my friend and within one minute, Instagram in my private DMs took the message down and said that it went against their content guidelines. And I realized because I initially posted this video and I was like, oh, it looks like this photo of Joe Biden that looks like Joe Biden, a young girl. Um, and the, the source that had told me about this said it was from the Hunter Biden laptop leak, laptop leak. So I said, oh, it looks like this photo from the laptop leak. You're not allowed to send via private Instagram DMs. Now, somebody immediately alerted me that that wasn't Joe Biden. And so I went and I corrected the record. And I was like, the point still stands because, okay, let's say that this Reddit picture, right, of Joe Biden is false. It's not really Joe and this young girl. The reason why people are using these pixelated, ugly 360p photos of Joe, what looks like Joe Biden and a young girl and circulating it around as conspiracy is because our government and our politicians lie to us so viciously that these speculations and these photos then start, you know, circulating more and more. And then that's how, quote unquote, conspiracy gets spread. If our government simply told us the truth, if our politicians simply told us the truth, there would be no need for that. But people have such a distrust of our government because guess what? And this is the most glaring example of where we're at in the modern day and of how corrupt our politicians are. Remember Ghislaine Maxwell, who was only sentenced to 20 years in prison for trafficking children, sex trafficking children to adults? Also, we still don't know any of the names on that list. Why? Because our FBI, our FBI um, and our entire Congress are too busy at the January 6th hearings trying to uncover whose grandma was walking around peacefully on the Capitol grounds on January 6th. All of our intelligence agencies are too busy targeting the average American as a domestic terrorist and trying to take away their rights while actual child pedophiles run rampant. And Ghislaine Maxwell, who was a part of an actual child pedophile ring, gets 20 years in prison and is off scot-free. And so is everybody on that list who should be publicly named. We've degraded so much as a society that our media, instead of focusing in on finding that list of clientele, exposing these pedophiles, and maybe actually trying to fight for justice in the modern day for these poor young women who were groomed and raped as children by Jeffrey Epstein and, and co., our media instead is focused in on destroying journalists like myself, like myself's lives who are trying to expose this corruption. The media is instead focused in on how, wow, I guess iCloud isn't as secure as we all thought. <laughs> like, look, all of Hunter Biden's crack videos just got leaked. Yeah, we're not going to focus on the crack video. We're going to focus in on the fact that iCloud isn't secure. Now, just again, to show you guys what a joke the Biden administration is, um, Joe Biden was at a inclusive Latinx conference today in San Antonio. 
And while all of this news is coming out about her stepson and this administration is just in complete decline as big tech runs damage control to try to cover up all of this nonsense. This is what Joe Biden, and this is what the Biden administration are focused in on, calling Hispanic people Latinx and saying that they're as unique as their tacos. Listen. But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio, <laughs> is your strength. So again, that was a Latinx centered inclusive conference that Joe Jill Biden held today. Sorry. Uh, I don't want to disrespect Joe Biden like that because she's at least more coherent than her uh, dementia ridden husband, Joe. That's Joe Biden at a Latinx conference. And that's what Joe Biden is focused in on is all of this news about Hunter Biden leaks. And again, here's that video from last week of Hunter Biden just rubbing noses with, uh, you know, some of the officials in the White House, some of the people he's rubbing noses with that are also in attendance at Joe Biden's conference or whatever this this event was. To be quite honest, I don't even keep up with these irrelevant details anymore. But this is what this administration is focused in on, on letting Hunter Biden run rampant in the White House and then lying to the American people about how great our economy is doing. Because yeah, one of Joe Biden's economic advisors did come out today and said that yes, we're doing the best we we've been we've done. Our economy's doing really well. We're in a very great place. See, I can't even reiterate the saying without like stumbling my words because I know it's a blatant lie. I'm not a professional liar like all of the mainstream media who again are focusing in on irrelevant topics. Hunter Biden running around the White House loose. Joe Biden has no idea where he is. Joe Biden pandering to the Latinx community. I'm going to the border this week. One of the videos I'm going to go shoot is I'm going to go ask the OG Hispanics at the border if they would love to be called Latinx and what they think about um, Joe Biden using the term. They're going to laugh. I already know how that video is going to turn out. Now, what's really going on in society this came out from last week. A lot of these stories that I'm going to be going over uh, because I didn't do the show last Friday. A lot of them are from last week, but still very relevant. Per Marjorie Taylor Greene, Joe Biden sold one million barrels of our strategic petroleum reserves to CCP-owned Cinepec, which Hunter Biden is part owner of through his private equity firm, BHR Partners. Hunter is still business partner with, with the CCP, and they're buying our oil. And then she asked the question, can we impeach Joe Biden now? Well, unfortunately, MGT, MTG, we cannot impeach Joe Biden now because the corruption runs so deep in this country that if we actually genuinely want justice, we are going to have to take many steps ahead of where we are currently at to get there. You guys know what I mean by that. And it is going to take a very drastic change in this country and it is going to take americans fighting and standing up for our freedoms and fighting back against this corruption for any change to be enacted 
Because one of the things that I've learned in politics is that for some reason, Republicans and the right wing still play nice, while Democrats play dirty every single time. And because Republicans, for some reason, want to be civil and they want to be the bigger person, we always lose. And that is why our country is where it is now. That is why we are being run by inept and foolish leaders. It's why America has been overtaken. It's why we have the LGBTQ flag flying on our Treasury Department in Washington, D.C. and on various federal buildings because we have been taken over and we have been conquered by the left and by the Democrats. Say what you will about them, say that they're incompetent, say that they're crybabies, say that they're losers, but they do a very good job at taking over and conquering America, and they have done that. So the right wing needs to get very serious, and we need to start pushing back. Because our country, it's not headed towards a decline, we're in that decline. Now, Sri Lanka right now fully stated that they're in a collapse. I believe their president resigned. They're trying to get a new government installed right now. They're in a complete collapse. And why is that? Again, this goes back to like the whole Great Reset narrative. Uh, I was listening to Jack Posobiec. He was talking about this on his show, Human Events Daily. He was discussing how Sri Lanka has one of the best ESG scores in the world. What is ESG scores related to? The World Economic Forum or the Green New Deal, all of these green policies that our corrupt politicians are trying to push on us. Now, apparently in Sri Lanka, they were trying to switch to organic fertilizer. And I did remember this story from a while ago. So basically, Sri Lanka uh, switched their country over to organic fertilizer. All the crops died, and then they weren't able to export any crops. And now they're dealing with the food shortage, and uh, they're in complete collapse. That's what green energy and green policy does to countries. Look to Sri Lanka for that. That's what incompetent leadership does. Not even incompetent competent leadership, but leadership that sells out to these elitist World Economic Forum Bill Gates types that are going to make sure that they're taken care of, but that the common man is depopulated because that's what we're currently going through, to be quite honest. I'm ranting a lot today. I usually try to stick to the stories more, but I really have been contemplating, okay, how have we gotten to this place in society? And it's because we have been so complacent as Americans. It's because the average American, the left has done such a good job and the media has done such a good job at making politics so unbearable to listen to that nobody wants to pay attention to what's really going on. And if people aren't paying attention, then people are easy to overtake. People are easy to manipulate. People are easy to lie to because they're not paying attention because politics is boring because, yeah, Biden's a bad leader, but like it's not really affecting me. Like, sure, gas prices are high, but like they'll go back down again. I can't tell you why they will, but they will. And it's going to be fun. It's this complacency that has gotten us to where we are today as a country. Because as the saying goes, you give them an inch, they take a mile. We allowed the left to manipulate our language. Okay, um, yeah, please respect my pronouns. Okay, please use they, thems. Okay, please allow me to use it on my college application. Okay, please respect me or you're going to jail if you mispronoun me. Misgender, my apologies there. I don't adhere to the terminology. Oh yeah, now we're going to take your child away if, you know, the indoctrination that we forced down their throats worked and they want to chop their genitals off. If you don't go along with that, we're going to take your child away and put them in the foster care system. Do you see how that started off with something that was seemingly innocent? With Americans... And just your average person really just wanting to be nice. Okay, 
if you think that, you know, you feel like a boy, I'll call you he. All right. That doesn't seem too bad. I'll do that. That's not hurting anybody. That one little manipulation of our language and us giving into that, us capitulating just to that has led us to the entire downfall of an entire generation that is now being targeted by the LGBTQ community. And of course, this extends into multiple different issues, but that's just the example I decided to use. We need to start hurting people's feelings and we need to start pushing back. One of the most important things that I've learned in politics as well is that you're always going to hurt somebody's feelings. When I first had my big Twitter account back in the day, I was just getting started in media. And I remember tweeting out, I really love Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets. And somebody responded and they said, wow, Sav, so you're pro-factory farming? You're pro-murder and torture of chickens? What's wrong with you? And it was at that moment that I realized in life that no matter what you say, it's going to piss somebody off. I can't even tweet about how my ass likes chicken nuggets without somebody getting upset about it. And it was at that point that I realized, okay, I'm going to say the truth and I'm going to say whatever I want because it's always going to piss somebody off. And we have to be okay with that as a society because the capitulation to these these people who pretend to be weak because I'll give it to the left. You know, we were constantly like, oh, you guys are weak. You guys are crybabies, but they're actually very strong in their convictions. And it is those strong convictions that have gotten us to where we are currently at. They've done a great job of subverting our entire reality. And every single day I wake up and I'm like, am I on crazy pills? What the hell is going on? What do you mean? Hunter Biden's smoking crack and they thems are running wild. And Joe Biden's, uh, you know, one of his highest officials, was pro-grooming website for children. I'd even go over that story. That was from last week. Um, his they, them, I can't even remember which uh, position he holds in Joe Biden's administration, but it's that like they, them guy with the bold head. He wears dresses and uh, high heels to work because that's who represents America now. Um, there was this grooming website that the feds took down and he wrote an entire op-ed as to why it was bad that they did that. And these were young boys uh, being used for a very sexually explicit gay website. So I wake up every day, I see the corruption going on. I see our press secretary telling us blatant lies, just like this one. Listen, when you look at inflation, when we look at where we are economically, and we are in a strong, uh, we are stronger economically than we have been uh, in history. We we are stronger economically than we have been in history. When we see these blatant lies and we don't get extremely angry about it because we should be angry. You know what? Every single American should be pissed off. And I don't like being angry when it comes to politics because it does weigh on me. And I've thought about this a lot too, how hate can very much consume you. And I do have a, I wouldn't necessarily say a hatred but a very, very strong disdain for my the political left, right? For these satanic and evil people who are willing to boldface lie to my face. I don't want to hate these people because hatred will ultimately consume you and ruin you. The best quote on hatred I've ever read is, hating somebody is like drinking poison and expecting it to hurt them. And so we do have to be diligent when we're fighting back against these things in not allowing it to overtake our emotion and our spiritual state.
But at the same time, the fact that we're at a point in our country where we have our press secretary boldface lying to us, we have the president's son smoking crack, clearly involved in corrupt business dealings with foreign countries, selling us out, our own president selling us out. And all we're, we're doing is like sitting here like, wow, this really sucks. Oh no, Joe Biden is draining our strategic oil reserves again. Oh no, 60,000 military members are being let go because of their vaccination status. That really sucks. And if this is a career ruining thing for me to say, I don't care. But like, yeah, the only way we do take back our country is via civil war because the left wants violence. And they've shown us that many a time. Uh, they're currently basically putting out a bounty on the Supreme Court justices' heads saying, hey, we'll Venmo you money. It's this um, activist group in Washington, D.C. I believe it's called Rise Up D.C. They're the same ones who go and protest in front of the justices' homes. They're telling people that they will pay them money to let them know where the justices are. If they see them in a restaurant, if they see them enjoying their lives in any way, shape, or form, tell us where the justices are and we'll pay you for that information so we can go harass and attack them. The left wants violence. The left wants civil war. So, okay, to be quite honest with you, I'm done with being politically correct. And this is the problem with the right wing is we're afraid to say this type of stuff because of what happened in January 6th. After January 6th, a lot of people were scared to protest. After January 6th, a lot of people were, were scared to tell it how it is. And a lot of people will say, well, yeah, we have to, you know, nonviolently and through the legal system, take back our rights and freedoms. Okay, what happens when that legal system is so corrupted that we now have political prisoners in jail rotting away because they're being persecuted under our corrupt regime? What happens when we have domestic terrorists under the guise of Black Lives Matter or abortion is healthcare and women's rights, terrorizing our pregnancy centers, terrorizing our churches. I'm so tired of the left wing being able to openly call for violence and then the right wing being like, well, that's really bad. We better legally, you know, uh, we're separate, we better legally take care of this. No, it's like if these leftists want to be violent, we should be able to protect ourselves. We should be able to utilize our Second Amendment rights. And we should be able to protect our rights and freedoms. Remember what this country was founded upon. It was founded upon our constitutional rights and freedoms to free speech, to protect ourselves against a tyrannical and corrupt government, which is what we're currently dealing with. And am I calling for any of my supporters to go and, you know, use violence against politicians or go to Washington, D.C.? No, I'm not saying anything like that. But when the left calls for violence and they come and confront you and accost you and attack you, foundationally, you should protect yourself. Stand up for your rights and stand up for your freedoms. We have been conquered in America and the left is a very strong opponent right now. And hopefully for the midterms, we will see many elected officials in the Republican and right-wing space who are willing to fight for America. We also need to oust and call out weakness on our own side. And we need strong leaders. We need strong men. And we need strong women at this point to start leading. Myra Flores, recently elected here in Texas, she put out a great tweet and she basically said, yes, I'm representing Texas, but I'm representing God and the kingdom of God more fully. It was a great tweet. And she said, you know, it doesn't matter that I'm a politician now. I still stand for God. I still stand for God's word. I still stand for God's message. And that's never going to change. And that's what we all need to do.
So, you know, for whenever this gets clipped out in my career as my call for violence, I, I really don't care. Um, I genuinely just I, like that's truly how I feel about this is that we should be able to protect ourselves. And yes, we should be electing uh, officials who are willing to stand up for America. But again, the left is calling for violence and we should be able to push back against that. So I'm just going to go ahead and um, say that and just be very blunt with it. Because like I said, you know, the left wing is allowed to say, the left wing is straight up allowed to dox people and call for them to die and, you know, be attacked. The left wing attacks our bank accounts, attacks our careers, attacks our children, attacks our family. You can't even go to the gym in the modern day without it being called right-wing extremism. So, again, I guess what I'm calling for is not necessarily violence. What I'm calling for is protection of your rights and freedoms and standing up and being a strong leader in your own life, standing up for your family and standing up for your rights helping the strong leaders in our political space to get elected and pushing back on the streets, though, when you are accosted. I think what you guys will understand with my rhetoric is that when I go out on the street, oftentimes I'm getting screamed at, I'm getting pushed around, and I'm getting pushed and shoved and punched by grown men or women. So the perspective that I have about this is coming from a much more violent place. When I say violent, I mean the left wing is consistently physically attacking me. And the police don't do anything because they can't. And we've also gotten to a point in this country, too, where if you do decide to defend yourself, for example, this New York City bodega worker was stabbed or he stabbed a man to death because this man was a criminal that came into his bodega and tried to attack him. So he utilized self-defense, and now he's being held in Rikers on a $250,000 bail. Because he had the audacity to protect himself from this criminal. So we're just at a very interesting spot in our country right now. And the only way that we do fix it is, like I said, I mean, by standing up for our rights and freedoms. Take that in whatever way you will. Standing up for ourselves. No, that's what it really is. It's standing up for ourselves. You guys are listening to me articulate all of these thoughts in my time. So at the core of it, that's what it really is. It's not me calling for violence against the left wing or anything like that. It's it's me calling for you to stand up for yourself and stand up for your family against these domestic terrorists, against these corrupt political officials, against the lies of the mainstream media, against even your fellow American who is trying to regurgitate this continued COVID nonsense and vaccination nonsense. Our country has declined so much and again, going back to the parallel of Hunter Biden being raised by Joe Biden and America being led by Joe Biden, uh, you know, the, the crime rates have risen, the drug rates have risen, the foreign business dealings and corruption have risen. Uh, this is the next generation that is being raised up. And this isn't necessarily just a Joe Biden issue. This is a, a decades long issue with the family and with a specific community, which we aren't allowed to call out. And to be quite honest with you, I'll be very blunt with that, too. Um 
I actually have a video on my Odyssey channel called It's Time to Call Out the Black Community because back in 2020, or maybe it was 2021 when they were twerking on police cars, when they were looting and rioting, I finally just called it out for what it was. Okay, the black community clearly has an issue that we need to call out and focus in on. And if that makes me a racist person, I'm sorry that the truth is allegedly racist. It's not. This is where the issue lies. So let's talk about it and let's figure out how to help this next generation and these children. Watch this video and understand what I'm talking about. Okay, so for my podcast listeners, what we just played was what looked like two, like four and five year olds that were lunging at police officers, calling them explicit names and punching them. So this is what I'm talking about when I say that there is an issue in this specific community, because this is something that we see in this community quite a bit. And if you find one to generalize to all Americans, uh, look at the media that we're projecting onto our children, look at the music that they're listening to, and look at the cultural rot and degeneracy that has come because of a lack of strong men in society today. We have these young children that are going to be raised up to be the next generation that's going to be shooting at cops. We now have black teenagers that are shooting at police officers because they know they're not going to face any consequences. And the black community does need to be called out because they do have a very high rate of fatherlessness, which does lead to these types of problems, which does lead to the uh, high crime rate, which does lead to the high gun violence that this community experiences and commits on each other every single weekend in Chicago. And again, okay, I, I, let's not be racist here and just, you know, discriminate against the black community. Let me also call out all of these Central Americans and people across the world that are coming over here across our borders illegally. This is another thing that I've been wanting to call out. If you're going to cross into America illegally, at least assimilate. I'm so tired of running into illegals on the street of America who don't even speak English, learn the language. And for those of you who say, well, English, uh, America doesn't have a national language. America is an English speaking country. We are a primarily English speaking country. And these illegals are coming over across our border. They're changing our demographic. And I'm at the point where I'm like, well, I might as well start learning Spanish because the majority of people on the streets of America don't even speak English at this point. Or that's where we're headed in the less, next five to 10 years. So let me be very equal with all of the races and people that I'm calling out here. And also the fatherlessness issue whether that's a white family, a black family, an Asian family, a child who is raised in a fatherless home is going to statistically have a more difficult life, statistically have a life that is potentially going to be more crime-ridden, more violence-ridden. And these are like the basic facts of life, but we're not allowed to talk about them. Well, I will. I was genuinely thinking about this in the gym and I was like, I feel like God made me brown so I could literally just tell the truth and be like, wow, look in modern day society, look at my skin tone. I'm allowed to say this. No, everybody should be allowed to say this. You know, Tucker Carlson, he was being grilled by this propaganda journalist. Uh, he was doing a... Um, a panel. And this journalist kept trying to say that he was a racist because he was talking about the great uh, migration theory or the great replacement theory, which basically talks about how uh, 
the white race in America is going to be replaced with other demographics. And again, it's like, is that even a conspiracy theory? No, it's not. Look what's happening with our borders every day. As a Mexican-American, if you will, and I don't even like using that label because the more and more and the longer and longer I'm in politics and the more people try to put me in this, you or as a Hispanic, Latina, Asian, I'm like, no, I was born in America. I was raised in America. I speak English. I agree with the foundations of this country. And, and that's one of the issues too, is you have all these people flooding the border and they're trying to bring all of their their uh, right their culture in. And I think that that's a great thing. I think it's good to be proud of your culture. But I don't understand a Hispanic American who fled Mexico because of the cartel, because of the violence and the crime, and then graduates from a university here in America and then waves the Mexican flag. If you're going to be here in America, you be here in America, you wave the American flag, and you be proud to be an American citizen. You assimilate, you learn the common language, which is English, and also apply to get your citizenship if you've been here for 20 plus years. Don't be in this country illegally for your entire life. Apply for your citizenship, okay? I mean, what's the point under Joe Biden's DHS? But let me just call this out for what it is, because every single time I go to the border, it genuinely is an invasion, and I'm glad these Texas border cities have called it out for exactly what it is. It is an invasion. Our demographics are being changed every single day, and as an American citizen, I am tired of seeing my country being flooded and overtaken by crime, violence, drugs, the cartel, the gangs. I'm tired of the Black community not being called out for the issues in their community, and again, I'm not attacking this specific community. I want to help that community. There's actually a very great prep school that was started by this young um, Black American, since again, labels are so important. And he was like, you know what? We have the highest crime rates in our small Georgia city. And I realized that these young boys in my city don't have any leadership. They they aren't taught, you know, in school how to be a part of a trade, how to fix a car, how to deal with their finances. So I'm going to start a prep school and help these young boys grow up and have guidance and leadership. And I was like, you know what, that is a beautiful thing. And it is strong men like that, that we need in society to help guide the next generation, because we are headed towards a bad, bad direction. And with that, I will end this episode of Rapid Fire. I wanted to be very blunt with how I felt about a lot of these issues because I do feel as I've gone out on the ground and I've tried to be more neutral with my reporting that I have kept back some of these opinions. But no, when I do go to the border and I see these illegals celebrating as they illegally cross and break into our country, it does upset me watching that because I love this country. And we are a country that should be led by the rule of law. We should have laws in place. Seeing what Border Patrol and the National Guard, aka my fellow Americans, have to go through being shot at by the cartels because of Joe Biden's administration, it upsets me. Seeing the black-on-black -black crime and the shootings and the statistics of the amount of children killed in Chicago every weekend breaks my heart. This isn't a race issue for me. This is an America and an American issue. I care about my fellow man, which is why I think it is important that we talk about these issues that are apparently off limits. It's because we don't talk about these issues that we've gotten to where we are currently at. Because we've, de we've deemed facts and reason and common sense racist and off limits and mean and targeting specific communities. No, that's not what this is at all. Because we have demonized the truth so much, our entire country has gone into a complete state of decline. And we can never help oppressed, marginalized communities until we do start telling the truth and we do start bringing back traditional norms and values and we do bring this country back to, to God, honestly. We've taken God out of everything 
And now we have women in the streets screaming about how they want to be able to murder their child and how their rights are being taken away because they can't do that. We now have people who aren't even allowed to do their jobs, like myself, okay? Because keep in mind how my career started. I was going out on the streets of America and neutrally saying, wow, look at this, guys, a BLM is currently looting this Walmart. Those are my captions. I was very much point and shoot and let the content and the footage tell the story for itself. Let people make their own assumptions based on what I was showing them on the ground. And I've gotten to the point where, you know, that meme that's like, who radicalized you? You know who radicalized me? The left wing who silenced my honest reporting in journalism as I was trying to show my fellow man what was happening on the streets of America. So if me telling the truth gets me banned, if me telling the truth gets me called a racist bigot, good. Give me that label. I will proudly wear it. Because in the modern day, a truth teller, because we live in upside down land, is the biggest liar. The president is the most incompetent person running America. His son, Hunter Biden, is apparently a successful businessman. Our border is closed. The World Economic Forum cares about the general populace, and that's why they're pushing green energy and ESG scores on us. The same ESG scores that they say Tesla doesn't qualify for because Elon Musk doesn't agree with their narratives, and he's not politically correct. We're living in upside-down land. So if I'm a racist, bigoted, evil, mean-spirited liar in this modern-day America, then those are labels that I'll proudly wear. Because I've already been called a white supremacist fascist, and I guarantee you I'm not any of those things. I'm 100% red-blooded Americana, and I care about my fellow man no matter what your skin tone is. And because I care, I'm willing to tell you these hard truths, and I will fall on the sword a thousand times for that. Candace Owens said that. She said, I will fall on the sword a thousand times to make sure that the black community has told the truth, that we're calling out these real issues in society today. And I have the same exact mentality. You guys have seen, I've sacrificed my career. I've sacrificed my platforms. I sacrificed a lot of money to be able to tell you guys the truth because guess what? One of the biggest things that Alex Jones taught me is that at the end of the day, if your heart isn't in this for the right reason, you can be very easily misled and you can be very, uh, very easily taken off track, right? Oh, I have followers. Oh, I have money. Oh, I have fame. That's all so great. No, your heart needs to be in the right place. And one of the biggest things Alex taught me was to tell the truth. And I, I've seen in his own career and in his own personal life how difficult that's been for him. But look at the payoff. Look at how many minds he's changed. Look how many hearts he's changed. Look at the intense persecution that he's been through. Because he was willing to tell the truth, he is one of the most beloved characters in American politics. And that's the truth. And again, I don't do this because I want to be beloved by the masses. Um, if anything, my political opinions garner the opposite. I do this because I genuinely care. And I know that if it wasn't for my parents giving me tough love and telling me the hard truths, facts, and common sense that I needed to hear as I was growing up in life, I wouldn't be where I am today. So since this entire generation was raised by parents who didn't love them enough to tell them hard truths, since our entire media hates the American people so much that they will boldface lie to them, 
then I'll be here every single day that I can to be on the streets of America showing you guys the truth about what's going on on our streets for as long as I can. But again, that's why I emphasize to you guys, please go follow me on Rumble. Please go follow me on Truth Social because this type of message doesn't last long on these big tech platforms. Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of Rapid Fire. If I ruffled some feathers this episode, good. If you think that I'm wrong, good. Let me know why you think I'm wrong in the comments and let's talk about it and let's debate. I'm a very open-minded person. So if you think I was wrong about something or overly harsh, I take every single criticism into account. But with those criticisms, I also, again, still am focused in on my main mission and that's telling the truth. That's all I've got for you guys tonight. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you guys next show.